0: Comics, movies, music, video games, technology, Blu-ray, television. This is the HHW LOD Podcast Network. You're going to remember this the rest of your life. Episode 244. the microwave i piss my pants and forget who i was for a half hour or so it's 30 minutes away I'll be, there in 10. I'll be there in 10
1: is this a five minute argument or a full half
0: hour you have 30 minutes to move your car your car you have 30 minutes to move your cube your cube you are listening to a half hour wasted tonight's episode podcast noir
2: Now, guys, this may be news to you, but uh, I kind of like Lisa Loeb. She's kind of like um, Since I have when? a celebrity crush on her. I don't know if the listeners know that. I don't know if the I've old ever listeners. mentioned that the old before. Listeners
1: know that. You the know, old listeners, and maybe nice. some of the new listeners that have gone back and suffered along with <laughs> with some of the old shows, older episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, Hang I on, let me get let me get some mute music. Okay, just give me a second. Okay. Um, but
2: yeah you know she's kind of I don't know if you'd call it a celebrity uh crush or whatever but you know if um stalking I'm in love with the woman
0: hashtag uh, restraining order <laughs> there
2: we go um ever since this song this was her hit you know um, oh you are so bad this album is incredible Anyway, Can't a couple weeks die? ago, now, Lisa
1: Loeb
0: sleep
2: has been very good at reinventing herself. You know, she, she's had some albums. She had a couple shows. Um, and now she's doing books, kids' books. And I went to go see her at a local bookstore to promote a book called uh, Lisa Loeb's Silly sing to It's a kid's books. She autographed it for me. Um, okay, as stop, up. Stop stop, 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 stop.
1: Repeat after me. Auto.
2: Auto. Graph. Graph.
1: Now put them together. Autograph. Okay, now what did Lisa Loeb do to your book? She autographed my book.
2: Thank you. That's better. She uh, she put her signature on it. But here's the best part: as she's signing it, I tell her, "Could you put hearts around my name?" <laughs> and she goes, "Sure." And she puts. Did she really? It. Yeah. There, there. Uh, 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 why don't you talk about who our sponsor is, and I'll tell you. The did rest you want to tell story.
1: her Lisa Loeb sponsoring
2: this episode? Oh my gosh! Thank you. Yes. So let, let she me. She doesn't know it, but she's sponsoring this episode. <laughs> mm-hmm. well, by the way, I tried to get an interview with her that night. They said no, she's kind of busy because she is from Dallas. Okay, I yeah. did have some family yeah. with her. I did see the family off to the side. So it was real. It was legit. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, they weren't cardboard cutouts, were no, they?
1: No, Standing over in the shadows, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> see that guy not moving over there? That's my brother. Oh yeah. And the woman next to him not moving in the bikini holding a six pack. Yeah. That's his uh, fiance.
2: Really? Wow. Yes. Okay, whatever. Why are their feet floating off the ground? It looks like they're... But uh, for those listeners of the show who have heard and know of Amy the Girl, she went with me. And uh, we went after work, uh, pulled up, went to the bookstore. Now, being that she's promoting a kid's book, there were a lot of kids there with their families. Lisa Loeb started at 630. So you had to leave your shirt on then. Yeah, I had to leave my shirt on. Bummer. Lisa Loeb comes out and proceeds to, uh, play. she plays a song, then she starts to take a request. Now, I would like to stress at this point that we're talking about anywhere from three-year-olds to maybe six-year-old kids. Yes. I don't know if you've ever asked them, like, what song do you want to hear, but it doesn't go over that well because they ask for, like, that song my dad sings. And they go, and which oh. one's that, honey? And they go, you know, princess, princess. Anyway, she proceeded to do this for two, three, four songs. She was going nowhere. It was dying. It was painful. At one point, a baby comes up to her and is bawling (laughs) because she's (laughs) lost her mom. Lisa Loeb, being a mom herself. You know, becomes a mother, takes her, helps her find her mom, comes back and plays a couple songs. Oh, that is greatness. Yeah. And then she's done, you know, people stand in line to get her signature. Uh, When I went up to get her signature, when it was my turn, Amy the girl, she stood out. She took a picture of me. And, you know, I say that thing that we all say, you know, hey, I've been a big fan of yours. I really like you. Again, I'll play it real cool. And uh, Lisa Lowe proceeds, uh, Amy, the girl, proceeds to say, he's in love with you. She did not. No, she did. In <laughs> fact, if you give me a couple minutes, I could probably find a recording of that. Are you wow. serious? Yeah, because I did record when I went up to talk to her. But uh, several
1: years back, do you remember the uh, the Velvet Hookah? 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 Yeah, yeah, That place by the Addison Airport? Mm-hmm. Before it was the Velvet Hookah, it was something else. And a few years, obviously several years back before it was Velvet Hookah, my friend, our friend, Lawson, mm-hmm. and yes. I went to this place to watch Lisa Loeb perform. Mm-hmm. Acoustically, just her and her um, guitar. It was good stuff. She was playing a song, and in on the floor in front of her, down where people were sitting, mm-hmm. this uh, busboy was walking through... This maze of tables holding this bucket full of dirty dishes uh-huh. high above his head. And he was moving fast. He wasn't taking his time. He was going. And she's sitting there singing and stop, and watching him at the same time. And then she just stops singing and stops playing. And, she, and everybody obviously looks up like, what's going on? she's looking at this guy and she's mm-hmm. like, how do you do that? <laughs> How do you walk through there without dropping that thing and only holding it one hand? She was like flabbergasted. And then she just kind of picked up and went right back with her song. Um, nice.
2: I, have, I have seen her in concert several times. And this is actually the second time I've met her in person. The first time, probably, I guess it was back in 2000, the 2000 or maybe 2004 presidential election. Mm-hmm. I think it was 2004. Uh, she was doing like a rock the vote thing. Don't rock the vote. Don't and rock the vote, she baby. Was, she was, uh, very few people showed up to this event. It was at a, another bookstore. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, she did her thing, played a couple songs, and afterwards we talked for like five minutes. So just, you know, political So did she stuff remember you this like, time? No, of course not. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, and one time when I saw her in concert, someone uh, pulled out a video camera. This is back probably 2002 or three. You know, when she was talking to you and she
1: was listening, all uh-huh. she could hear was this. <laughs> Every time you'd open your mouth, that's all she'd hear.
2: <laughs> but uh, someone brought out a video camera. Yeah, and she was playing. She played probably three or four songs. And she goes, "Hey, is that is that that new? What kind of camera is that? Is that that?" And the guy goes, "That's the new Canon and stuff." I goes, "Can I see it?" I goes, "Yeah." He picks it up, takes it over, shows her. Goes, "Wow, hey, this is Lisa. She's holding the camera towards her now, and you will never see this tape ever." And she goes, You'll get the camera after the show and she gives it to one of her roadies. Oh, wow, that's awesome. <laughs> that is awesome. Wow. And uh, <laughs> Yeah, that was kinda cool. But anyway, so I met Lisa Loeb. I'm gonna look I'm gonna have to take my headphones off and look for this recording. Okay. So if you guys wanna All
0: right. you can plug those headphones into your phone. There you go. Let's do it in and he's way ahead silence. of you. He's way ahead of you. He's so good at this. Well, I guess since Frank's not listening, maybe this is a good time to uh throw a couple of reasons out. Wait a why. minute.
1: This is episode Two forty four. Yeah. Welcome. Yes.
0: That, sorry about that. This is like.
1: That's eight minutes without us saying welcome and, and all that stuff. This
0: is a gross plus one hundred. For those of you who enjoy math. What does that mean? Skills. It's gross plus one hundred. This is. Well, what's a gross? How much is a gross? I don't know. A gross it just is, means it's nasty. a gross is twelve times twelve. It's one hundred and forty four.
1: I never heard that before. Really?
0: All right. I was told there'd be no math. Well, there is math in this one. Let's see. Math. So, if,
1: if you have a gross of something that means you have 144 yes, of something?
0: Indeed, yes. I'm uh Okay. I'm going to mathisfun.com here. Um You, you know what? We could talk about this after. Uh, gross means 12 dozen. That equals 144. Okay. Okay. So, all right. So, you mentioned something solved. earlier about
1: some dude at Marvel? something you mm-hmm. had something to talk about mark well
0: first i was gonna uh dish uh dish dirt on uh lisa loeb which i guess we can do since frank isn't listening to us okay did you find it <laughs> oh, yeah dang it you have a patch? well there goes here
1: give <sighs> this patch to
0: yeah oh yes it's all it's all you yours Franklin. okay,
2: okay so ahead. this
1: is you guys mm-hmm. going yeah. up talking to her yeah so I right, go ahead okay right. hit it
2: hmm. <laughs> hi lisa how are you fine my name's frank Doing fine. Enjoyed the performance. Kids really uh took over. <laughs> yeah, that's great. That's to be Could you put some hearts around my name? I'm no, such I'm putting a heart oh. right <laughs> You've always been my favorite celebrity, thank you. Man? He loves All right. you. <laughs> be quiet. Alright.
0: Yeah.
1: Alright, that's it. What... <laughs> Amy threw you under the bus. She totally she? He loves you. He loves you. <laughs> Way to go, Amy the girl. <laughs> right. Anyway, so
0: I'm there gonna you go. give her a big high five at work tomorrow. Yeah, you know, rock on, girl. Give her two of them, one for me too. Yeah. <laughs> so Frank probably doesn't want to hear things then, along the lines of the fact that Lisa Loeb, she is stop, not. Wait, wait, stop. Repeat after me. Loeb, whatever.
1: <laughs>
2: um, Our gr- autograph. Anyway, keep on. Yeah. Um.
0: If you if you're about to tell me she's married and has a kid, I know that. Um no, uh I was going to mention that um a few years back um her boyfriend was Dweezil Zappa. I right,
2: I have a funny story about Dweezil Zappa okay. that does
0: not involve Lisa Lowe, but involves my niece. Mm-hmm
2: uh michelle okay so dweezil zappa was on the rise career wise yeah. guess i guess he was doing something on mtv or something yeah
0: that was blinking you miss it but yes and,
2: and him and his sister Moonbase. anyway so they were traveling in the country promoting right. an album or something like that anyway my sister met or my niece met mm-hmm. him at a record store or something some type of autograph she kind of had a crush on him um he was very nice talked to her apparently said hey we Can I call you sometime? She said. Yeah, yeah, sure. She gave him her number, uh, his number. Okay. Uh, Later that evening, he called her and just said, "Thank you so much for coming to my show or coming to the autograph. I really appreciate it. You're you're a good fan." Now, I think my niece at the time was fourteen or fifteen, so uh, I don't think he had any any illusions of being a creepy guy, right? But it was no uh, intentions. No, but my niece got. So she like ah, you know, went crazy.
1: I would Did do that if like Sigourney Weaver called me now. <laughs> no, I'd be like fourteen e- years old.
2: Even if she was even the way she looks now. Yeah, I still think
1: she's she's hot. Okay, she's still your girl.
2: Yeah. All right. That's how Lisa is. Lisa's gonna be eighty, and I'm always gonna think she's, she's... nice. Okay. <laughs> well, Did you want to talk about Marvel, already. Bill? Didn't hmm? you have like the collapse of Marvel or something? What were you gonna here, say here, about this? Up for a second. <laughs> Is that Dweezel? Yeah. That's Frank. Girl, is that Dweezel? That's Frank oh, Frank. Oh, okay.
0: Ooh, hey. Uh, no, okay. Let's listen to this one. This, this came off solid gold. <laughs> oh, Brad
2: just nested his face in his hands. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Is this a- which is all their own. Our next guest, along with her father, Frank Zappa, has put some of that jargon to music and produced a rather unique record. Tonight she's going to sing that solid gold hit called Valley Girl. Please welcome Miss Moon Zappa. This, this was one of the great Kitsch songs of the '80s, by the way. You can pop me down anytime, I guess. Okay. Okay. You didn't hear Moon Unit though. Good.
2: Now, Brad, talk about Marvel. Bill, you. (laughs) I was going to say Bill missed his turn. He used it to talk about Frank Zappa. No, talk about the, the uh you were you've been trying to talk about like Marvel all day. Some I'm guy just, at Marvel. I'm just
0: uh I think it's really interesting. Do you need to organize your thoughts? No, um I just I'm trying to reconcile my thoughts about Marvel. This this I, I don't want to make this seem like uh, oh DC's winning the, the war, Marvel's winning the war or anything. Um because uh Marvel's um uh, DC's had their, their issues too. Um but Marvel you would think, with Disney paying $5 billion, with a B, billion dollars for Marvel, that they would be okay. You would think the fact that, though Marvel is still a profitable company, um, would bode well for them. Right, right. And you would be wrong. Okay. Um, did, did they have bad numbers come in? Well... It says here that, uh, that their last set of numbers, um, I mean, I don't want to go into economic theory here because, frankly, I can't, but um, but, when, but basically a business says, hey, this next quarter, we th- this next year, whatever, we think we're going to make this many dollars, or mm-hmm. we think we're going to lose this many dollars. That's our forecast for ourselves. And then analysts out there, uh, they make their own predictions um but when you come back at the end of that quarter and say well um we thought we were going to make 25 million dollars uh guess what we only made 22 million dollars then that's when people panic and the stock market dives and the bloodletting begins mm-hmm. um marvel uh they came in about 5% off of the margins that they thought they were going to have um now as you guys may know back in the 90s uh Marvel was in bankruptcy. Um, Stanley now, uh, had I, it to I, I, go I'm, on for a very long time. Stanley I knew that was going to show up this episode.
2: Yeah wait I'm I'm confused because mm-hmm. isn't Mar I mean are we talking Disney because they they are owned by Disney. So Disney, I'm confused
0: by like Disney, what that number means. Disney owns Marvel the same way that Disney owns Pixar the same way that Disney owns you know
2: so when they're doing projections, yeah, they are doing their division. Right. Of, okay. Well,
0: Marvel, Marvel says we think we're going to make this much. Pixar says we think we're going to make this much. Okay. Um, you know, Waste Management of Dallas says we think we're going to make this much.
2: So, how does Waste Management fit into Marvel's financial plan? I'm glad you asked me that. <laughs> no. So, uh, so I mean, so concerning this, do you think this is the end of Marvel?
0: No, certainly not. I, I um, I'm probably more optimistic about the industry than possibly I have a right to be, and I certainly think I'm more optimistic than uh, you fellows are. Just for example, um, i I've, you know we we've gone on record. Frank has said that uh, you know he foresees the, the end of comics as we know it. You know Can within you, our lifetime. within I have the next to stop generation. You,
1: because I feel like mm-hmm. maybe did you guys start this conversation earlier in the day?
2: Bill tried to, but we're a very busy day at work. Because so, at yes. this
1: point I'm lost and I have absolutely no idea what you're talking about or what point you're trying to make.
2: Yeah, that's where
0: I'm getting I'm kind of getting that okay. to October twentieth, two thousand eleven. Okay, let me give you Marvel. a little let me give you a little advice. Did you want this or not? Yeah, but let me give
1: you some advice. All right. You start with the hook first. You don't start with the lettuce and the tomatoes and the sour cream. You start with the meat patty. And you give me a reason to continue to eat it. You don't throw the condiments at me first. That's, you throw the meat at me. That's first. never how
0: we've done this podcast before.
1: It's gonna ha- be how we're starting it. Ha- how we're gonna do it starting right now.
0: And you, my friend, this no are on notice. I, I'm not. I'm not ready for this yet. I need at least a couple episodes. Nope. You are on notice.
1: I, I don't you have work, to give the foundation.
2: I don't work before well you can put kind of the pressure. bricks on it. Am, am I right, what? Frank? Hey. I would have to agree with that. Hey, because it's it's you know you build toward you know you build toward the story. Sure. But you gotta let us know what that story's about. It's like a preview. You get like throwing darts and would, without a dartboard, us, and then you do the buildup.
0: Would you like to hear a, a touch of irony? Yes. I was three words away from giving you the meat when Brad that's, so I, so crudely interrupted me. No, that's okay.
1: that's not ironic at all. It's unfortunate no, that I no, even had is, to get is, to the yeah. point. There is irony <laughs> that, I that I was actually... had to even actually, get to the point where I was like, the irony is you're that, you're that I was spinning your wheels. The irony is that I was getting to my point.
2: And start it before you start going down the road, Bill. you got to put the cereal in the bowl before you put in the milk. That is a bad example, but no,
1: no it's actually a pretty good example. Really? I like the, the irony cereal. is that. Have the... you
0: tried
2: to pour cereal in a bowl
0: full of milk? Yeah, that's very not difficult. Work. It's very difficult. Yeah, yeah, it's very difficult. So, can you start your car up in the morning, like when you wake up in bed, like with your mind?
2: No if i had keyless entry i could i mean if i had a keyless car, good point
0: and if you had that uh like ported into your my brain, dad my dad awesome. has on his
1: new truck he's got on his deal if you hold the two buttons
2: down his yeah. new truck will start i want that itself. and the windows can also what happened on too. october 20th yeah. what happened on october
0: 20th oh we're back to that now <laughs> yes are we? we're gonna I've bring said, you in bill i've said my piece all right oh man you know what there's a uh there's an, an ad uh on this page for a full sale university. <laughs>
2: So Marvel's out of business.
0: Is that what you're saying? <laughs> I couldn't help myself. I know. <laughs> I really wanted to go this there, could go and I did because very long time. because I have there's a very, lot of
2: face rubbing right now. I have very oh, little
0: self restraint. If you guys didn't know that already, you know. So but tell us. Tell us. So tell us. Go really ahead. To it. About to that. It. Okay. What is it? Dateline, October twentieth, two
1: thousand eleven. Intelligence failure
0: of massive proportions. Yeah, up to this point, I'll give you that. Okay, you know, okay, there's okay. been very little intelligence this episode so far. Dateline, October is that my fault Sure, maybe it is. You know what? I'll, I'll take now. The this, this is one. your segment. Look, and you and you. No, know, this is my segment. This running is running out of time. This is me desperately trying to pad the show out because we've got nothing. Okay,
2: well, I I was going to talk about. We have things to talk about.
0: Okay. Your Lisa Loeb segment was nice.
2: It was very nice. Yeah, you and I what? even had an actual. I'm giving that a, one.
0: I'm, I'm giving the Lisa Loeb segment four reverse flashes out of five, okay. by what the What are you way. tweeting, Brad? I think you nailed <laughs> it. I'm texting my daughter
1: who's sick. Oh, okay. Oh, but okay. I'm, okay. I'm sure you're tweeting, Bill, no, I'm, Bill I'm, is going saying, on. I've
0: already tweeted. That. <laughs> <So> saying, <dear laughs> I've actually
1: already tweeted. If you check the okay. Half Hour Wasted account, you'll see that.
0: Dear <laughs> Mental Hospital, please come and get I, me and take me away. I really want to know what's going on with this Marvel story. All right. Well, October twentieth. <laughs> Dateline. October twentieth, two thousand eleven. Marvel not making enough money laid off fifteen Marvel staffers. Yeah, I heard about this, but I never heard any details. Okay. Um, and this is on the heels of laying off their um chief operating officer, Jim Ski Sokolowski. Um I just I, I find it really interesting. That the reason for all this seems to be uh, at the feet of one man, Marvel's current CEO, Isaac Perlmutter, um, described as an executive of legendary stinginess. Um, Now, Perlmutter and uh, Avi Arad, they saved Marvel from bankruptcy uh, when they ran uh, Toy Biz back in the 90s. Um, now they did do stuff in their favor. They did do stuff like it was it was their initiative to set up the uh, the Marvel movie studio, mm-hmm. and that, as much as anything else, took Marvel from a a bankrupt publishing company to a Wall Street darling with numerous stock splits, et cetera, et cetera, and of course Disney shelling out five billion dollars in cash no. for this this factory of. Of delicious colorful goodness so so
2: what is is your uh so
0: what's the point about uh the layoffs i mean do you think it's a good thing or a bad thing no it's a horrible thing what it is is uh isaac perlmutter no longer owns marvel disney clearly owns marvel right um isaac though has been uh left as their ceo okay uh this is very interesting for someone who uh who made um a little over one and a half billion dollars on this transaction, by the way. Um, so this cat doesn't need the money. Uh, I don't. I don't understand why he still has his his fingers in these in this pie, this Marvel pie, to the extent that he does. Do uh, the people who were laid off?
2: What division were they in? Was is that it, it, all over the place? Okay. Um, now, now, granted, I don't know how big Marvel is, but I have to presume it's a couple hundred, two, three, four hundred, maybe. I mean, is that too far? do we know why they got laid off
0: um this was cost cutting this was um in, in the this grand was, scheme of things 15 people out
2: of 100 uh, out of 300 people well it's not really a lot
0: i find it amazing
2: when that you, happened to you us it, and, yeah i mean it stinks but it's not really a lot
0: well do we know how many um how many people actually work for marvel yeah, because most of them please do find out because seven I think a great deal of the people that work for Marvel, at least the 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 front men, the people who you and I know because we read the comics and we see the the names of the artists and the inkers and the writers and whatnot, um, many, if not most of those people are essentially freelancers, they're contractors they're yeah. they're work for hire, you know uh, they're not staffers with benefits and overtime and stuff like that. Um, uh, they lost uh at least three editors. Um, a cat named uh, Jody LaHoop, Alejandro Arbona, Rachel Penniless which is unfortunately uh, possibly her near future. Yeah. Um. In production, they lost at least four guys: uh, Taylor Esposito, Scott Elmer, Damian Lucchese, and uh, Jerry Kalinowski. Um. There are also uh, uh, two people from the trade paperback uh, department, um, two off-site compositors who work in digital conversion. Okay. Okay. So we got. So we got. Yada that, yada, yada 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 yada. Okay. Um, the interesting thing is that it, all these people and, and there's, um, um, I'm trying to, gosh dang it, I, I had it and I'm trying to figure out which tab I had it in. So you do have my apologies on that. Um, but I, I guess like, what is your, like, so,
2: I mean, you're, you're giving us this news. Mm-hmm. I
0: understand that. So that's the news. I think I, I mean,
2: do you have an angle to it? Or? I think
0: it's, well, I think it's bad news. Uh, I think what needs to happen is Disney uh, is going to have to step in. Um, now, you've got to realize that um, that Marvel has been laying off people for a while now without replacing them. Uh, part of the par, part of the thought here is that Marvel is absolutely cutting things to the bone. Um, now, they, now,
2: I now I would say that that's the case for a lot of companies. Mm-hmm. I they, mean, I'm sure DC isn't. Maybe they're not hiring people i mean maybe not firing people but i bet you there's a whole bunch
0: of positions there that they're not hiring for. Yeah. well and it's not just dismissing people though um isaac perlmutter has also been restricting inventory in bookstores to save money on warehousing and literally the the money spent printing the stuff out um a source uh tells and i'm getting some of this off uh bleeding cool some of this off uh a couple other sites but uh um but this one in particular says that a source told this, this writer that if an employee was found to be keeping five trade paperbacks of one series in Marvel's warehouses, they would be dismissed. And while they say that that might be an exaggeration, uh, it's that attitude that has been seeping into Marvel for a good five years or so now. Now, you also realize that Marvel has been liquidating uh, trade paperbacks for up to 90% off cover price through Diamond. Um, they're they're trying to get rid of uh, all this inventory to cut costs in every aspect of the business they can, which I find interesting because what Marvel <laughs> Comics provides. Okay. I'm sorry, I'm trying to get my thoughts yeah. in some kind of cogent fashion here. I'm uh, trying uh, not to but, completely but, waste but, your time. But I I
2: like how you you add too late. <laughs> the interesting what do you say? The most interesting part is. I, I don't know. I tuned out like 10 minutes ago. <laughs> All right. So anyway, it sucks.
1: All right. So who's next? So okay. is you, was your is your point, why are they laying these people off if they're owned
0: by Disney, this multi-billion dollar corporation? Um, my point is, uh, why doesn't Disney, uh, why does Disney allow Isaac Perlmutter to basically uh, control Marvel's purse strings when they are the ultimate owners? Uh, why doesn't well, I mean, disney he, he's disney a manager do, disney so, does not you know. deal with pixar in the same way they deal with marvel mm-hmm. okay that i find weird and well, not necessarily logical. Uh, i mean P- pixar has a very uh good track
2: record they make a lot of money disney so don't well break that
0: marvel is making money too the problem is marvel was not making as much money as they thought they would well, that's, that's important okay Marvel that? well, is still, no, that's important that's the thing marvel is still profitable they are slashing costs. They are mm-hmm. slashing staff to the bone um, in an era where comics are dying, yet Marvel is still turning a profit. That is not, that is not good enough for well, their but, CEO. But they're not making the profit that they projected. There's a difference between making a
2: profit and making the profit you project because you estimate what yeah. the next year and the year following is yes. based on that. Now, a lot of companies are hit and miss on that. If you don't, make that, if you don't hit that projection – you make cutbacks. I mean, that's just that—that's business. That's so, business so, today. I mean, yeah. I mean, you know, uh, uh, okay. You make a hundred thousand dollars a year, but you know, for some reason, a couple of paychecks didn't come through. Suddenly, you're you're eighty thousand. You were projected to bring home a hundred thousand. You you know you you have made some you, you know so your wife like started, estimations and yeah. stuff like that. So your on, wife on,
0: savages your stock price.
2: Well, no. What do you do? You cut back, right? You don't take that vacation. Well, you don't. You know, you don't. You don't buy the nice furniture you were planning on.
0: Well, it, it depends. I mean, if you are making the mortgage payment and are able to pay off your bills, mm-hmm. then but but you save money for things that you need to project for the for well, the,
2: for, for, the um,
0: for the future. There's a difference between making twenty thousand dollars a year more than you need versus pro, 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 ten thousand dollars a year more than you need. When you talk about
2: profit, you're talking about right here, right now. Yes, that, and and I think that's how you're thinking of profit. Profit isn't just about right here, right now. It's about what's going to happen. Now, I
0: did talk about project quarterly projections okay. like ten minutes ago. Okay, so this is not this is not a new thing. Okay, here. so there, we're there on we're the were, same page. Yeah, yeah, I okay, think so. Good. Um, so I was, and, and I'm not I'm not feeling indignant about this. I'm not I'm not trying to climb up on a soapbox and and you know stamp my foot on the ground and say we're mad as hell, not going to take it anymore. I'm just I'm, I'm just trying to lay out some of these 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 facts and and just say that i find it uh really interesting that marvel has i don't know use whatever adjective you want i'm going to use temerity or possibly gall to cut people when they are still profitable but um, they're not profitable no they are profitable Frank. no the the, the not, the catch not is on the project because we talked about projections right what they if, did not reach their projections dude Dude, you're still making a net amount of money, okay? Mm-hmm. They're, they're not, not they they're losing the net
2: amount of money that you were
0: supposed to. Yes. Okay, I know and again, I'm we went through b- this 10 minutes ago.
2: Yeah, so I don't, again, we're getting on the Netflix thing, where we're saying well, the I, same I, thing, but two different I ways. completely hey, do You guys
1: understand. hear what song I'm playing? You know what? You know what song this is?
0: It's Jesus Jones, yeah. but I forget. You know, remember the, the name, name of, of it? Tune. Yeah.
1: Right here, right now. You said that like three times a minute ago, and it put right this song here. on I love it. it. Right, yeah. That's great. Okay. Sorry about that. Okay. So,
0: so, so we need to find okay. more what I think What I think that is going on here okay, go. is that Marvel somehow has got to know what Pearl Motor is doing to Marvel, even though Disney is based in California, and Pearl Motor is really the only person that answers to the Disney board of directors. In fact, Pearl Motor turned down a chance to be on the Disney board of directors, I guess, to maintain uh, day-to-day control of Marvel. Um, why he's doing this is the great mystery i guess and and you know understood that the the projections you know that they made less profit than they thought they would you know back in the old days you would say hey we're still profitable that's good nowadays you say oh my god the stockholders are going to have a bloodletting mm-hmm. and we've got to cut staff to make the stockholders happy you don't hit and, that
2: projection stock price falls well people sell stock off you're making less and, money.
0: And that concept is one of the great reasons why America is is flushing itself into the toilet. Um
2: Well, I mean that's but, I mean that's how stocks have always worked. I mean that's not that that's nothing new.
0: But the the okay, boy, this is this is transitioning uh I mean, fairly uh, radically here. Um, the idea Do I need that, to put the uh,
2: brakes on? Yeah, put the brakes on.
0: The <laughs> idea that the idea that the that a corporation has to make their projections or they are worthless i think is a tremendous fallacy and it okay. is one of the things that is wrong with our current our current system okay. of economics and i think it's a drag but but my my thesis if you will is that disney and uh, well pearl motor with disney's you know passive approval at least doesn't recognize apparently that that's the, the stock market. That Marvel's intellectual property, that the creation of these characters, the creation of these books, is the springboard upon which their movie franchise can rake in countless, you know, untold sums of money. Granted, you know, they you know, Marvel has created enough characters over the last fifty years to power a hundred years worth of movies. You know, we, we all get that. Marvel does not have to create any new characters. To keep the movie franchises afloat, they can do Avengers movies until the you know until the actors are too old to play the roles. I mean, you know, we all get that. Okay, and and somewhere along the line, you know, somebody's going to come along with a new character who does catch. You know, they'll they'll come along with a cloak and dagger or a Punisher or whatever. You know, um, but I just think it's interesting that Disney apparently doesn't mind the fact that Paramount is doing this to what is essentially, I mean. It's not the golden goose economically because Marvel, you know, the Marvel publishing division is not what's making money for Disney, um, but th- it's the intellectual property that Marvel has has gifted the rest of Disney with that is giving them the ability to make all that money off the movie division. And I cool. just okay, well, that's I, interesting. I think, <laughs> and well, I mean, it's we're trying to like, ramp down, Bill, ramp down. Well, it, ramp it's, it's kind of like okay. Ramp me, down. So what, this is so this what's, is for this is for Johnny M. If if ramp I down. if I if I use a sports metaphor, okay. Um, if I ramp use, down. if I use a sports metaphor, um, Mark Cuban is willing to operate at a loss with the Mavericks every year, um, with the understanding that the business is going to be more valuable when he sells it than it was when he purchased it. Thereby, you know, there's your profit. You don't have to make okay. money right. every That's single good. year. That's a good example, you know. And and, and by the way, um, Brad, his decision to his, his decision to create this this not you can't call it intellectual property with a basketball team, but they did win an NBA championship after many years of trying. Basically, his theory is paid off. The franchise is more profitable than it was. The rising tide lifts all boats. That's not going on at Disney, and you know, again, Disney does not operate with pixar the way they do I, I don't understand why this is such a freaking drag on brad's psyche here but i'll, I'll get off it of now that's, that's, i think I've. You're,
2: you're talking a little bit in circles. Well, we, we get it i mean you're i don't think to, i am
0: but I, you know i don't again i don't maybe it's because i don't have a, a grand thesis to work off of i'm just i'm telling you something that happened that i thought was really interesting because this is still a comic book podcast and this is incredibly relevant and so I like to apologize now for wasting everybody's time. Okay. Okay. That went, cool. I mean that
2: that that kind of went. We're, we're kind of
0: went on to for a. a we're at thirty-five a, minutes.
2: Yeah.
0: Well, Tony says we still got a minute left, but. I, okay, we can edit that out and talk about whatever you want. No, to. we're not editing it out.
2: No, but it. it but it's it, you know what, what Brad was saying about you know the hook mm-hmm. you know hook them in. Get to, the, get to it. Let's have some conversation. Move on. I mean, okay. you
1: talked for 10 minutes about God knows what, and then you finally said what it was you were going to talk about. And you lost
0: me after five minutes. <laughs> you know what? This is, like, this is like talking to my boss at work. I go in going, hey, how's everything going? I walk out with a red butt going, where did that come from? I, I don't understand what just happened to me. And I'm, I'm feeling that again. So, you know. Okay. That, we're not that, trying to tear you me. down.
2: But it's just, it sure feels like a man. Sometimes we need brevity. (laughs) Brevity is a good thing sometimes.
0: You know what? Change the format of the stinking show if you want brevity, okay? Okay. Because that's not what I'm here for. I'm here to pad the show out to 90 minutes every single week. Oh, Lord. (laughs) All right, Brad. Finished watching
1: Terra Nova. And what did you think? I'm just. You're done? I'm done. I watched the last episode where there was a murder. Oh, how was that? It was dumb. I watched and the first like, 10 minutes of it. It feels like bad Star Trek and I'm done. Okay. If you're not going to if you're going to give me condiments for 5 episodes before you give me the friggin' meat of the show, I'm out. I'm done. And that's just what happened with Terra Nova. You I, lost me, Fox. I'm I, done.
0: I, I never hopped on that bandwagon. I watched I don't think bits, you missed anything. I watched bits of some of the shows and it was interesting, but yes, it did kind of feel like the the Enterprise yeah. of you well, know, uh, dinosaur well, television was <laughs> was
1: renee echevarria wasn't this person
0: involved with renee echevarria absolutely Star he Trek? was he was a next generation guy okay well he's yeah. on he was his
1: name was on these last episodes really Credit. so yeah. the, oh. did, did they tell braga, braga that to get plan? out i don't know I <laughs> Bring I didn't. You know what? In? now that i think about it yeah it may I may have missed it, but I don't recall
0: seeing Braga's name. Do you find it interesting how this the, the next generation guys are almost inbred in the way they just kind yeah. of crop up like mushrooms in yeah. places you don't expect? It them just to. feels
1: like bad Star Trek is what it feels like, and I'm done.
0: Yeah. Now Renee uh, also- and the was kid, the
1: son, is like Wesley Crusher. I don't want to smack uh, him. Uh, yeah. The, the, it's just that the we can show, all agree on
0: that, boys. It just
2: didn't. Yeah. No, it's. It was. It was bad. Its wheels. It, it, it feels well, no, no, I, I don't tell you, it, it's not bad TV, it's not good TV, mm-hmm. and, the, and the, that okay.
0: is sometimes worse. The, the show to me just felt limp. You know, it, it had a great premise, and it, I wonder, what is Fox going to do with all that money they've got to be taking a bath on? Well I mean, they, the production costs of that show were enormous.
1: They committed to what, thirteen
2: episodes, I said. Yeah, I, mean, yeah, I think I think, I think the they said it's easily gonna <laughs> it's
0: easily gonna make this
2: whatever this furk arc is because they put so much someone read an insider magazine. Okay. And uh at work and they, it's probably gonna make the arc because they put so much money into it, the yeah. whatever six, ten, twelve episodes, but then okay. whether it gets picked up. I don't I don't think it will be. The Bill, you know we love you, right? Nah you just drive us a little nah. nuts
1: sometimes. Yeah. Every once in a while. There's just an episode where you just lose me, and this was just
0: one of those episodes. All right. Oh, thank goodness! I think the pizza's done. I smell it.
2: Okay. Uh, I don't smell much good. anything. I that's was going to talk about two new shows on ABC, Ooh. which was uh, the fairy tale themes, Grimm and Once Upon a Time.
1: Now, are they both on ABC? No, once
2: on ABC, okay. Once Upon a Time, and Grimm is on NBC. Is
1: it kind of like a uh, what were the two volcano movies that happened at the same time? <laughs> Volcano I think and
0: one was peak. Volcano. I think Joe versus the Volcano was the other one. Is
2: it kind of like that? Um no, because they're both pretty good, I think. Now, granted, Once Upon a Time only has 2 episodes out, Grimm Kay. only has one. Yeah, but you. concerning Once Upon a Time, uh the creators are are Adam Horowitz and Edward uh, Adam Kitsis. Horowitz? Yeah. The guy from Beastie Boys? Uh he was on the Beastie Boys. No, this guy was involved with Lost. He wrote the so screenplay for want, Adam you, Legacy. Isn't one of the guys in Beastie Boys named Adam Horowitz? Indeed.
0: Yeah. Yes, I it's think probably it's probably a, different... a coincidence. Yeah, prob- Hor- okay.
2: Horowitz. No, it is Horowitz. But okay. uh, you know he he's also done some other television. I believe that's pronounced Horowitz by the Horowitz. way. Horowitz. Yeah. Uh, but worked on Lost. Uh, even did some uh, Felicity episodes. And which Birds one is Prey. This? Grim? this? This is um. No, this is Once, Once upon, upon a Time. time. Okay. The great thing about Once Upon a Time, they are building towards a big arc. There is a big bad. There is a mystery going on. Cool. Which is part of is like a, the way is Lost works. Is, is it a period piece or is it happening current day? No. If you're familiar with the comic book uh, Fables, it's a little similar to mm-hmm. that in that, hmm. in that uh, all these storybook characters are forced into our world. Okay. But for but uh, the fairy tales are actually fact, not fiction. Um much like, like Star Wars, uh, I can sounds like Grimm, totally too. Totally recommend the show. I think it's going to be one of these kind of mystery hits. You know, the, I, I realize the whole fairy tale thing can kind of turn some people off. What if I'm
1: not familiar you, with fairy tales that much? You'll they'll pick up on it. It's okay. You'll pick you know what? up on it. I'm gonna it. I'm gonna stop watching Terra Nova and put that hour of my week towards try one, it. Once upon a time, is that what it is? Yeah, once upon a time. Can I watch them on ABC or whatever? I, I hope hope really so. want
0: to watch Grimm. and again, uh, Grim. Uh, they don't have the first episode. I'm, I'm hopeful. They don't have the first episode on Fios On Demand yet, but they do have um, uh, a 20-minute sneak preview. Okay. And I don't know if that's just like, here's 20 minutes of the episode or if they do some cutting around. or so I assume it's just the first 20 minutes. Um, but I'm interested. How does Grimm compare to the other one?
2: Okay, I can tell you. Yes. Let me field
0: this question. Do that.
2: Um, Grimm, which also takes place uh, in contemporary times, if you, if anyone is familiar with Buffy the Vampire Slayer, does this have anything to do with the the
1: Brothers Grimm that whole thing? Yes, it does. Okay. Uh, now, this who, were, guy, who were they?
2: Uh, they were well. They actually one of them's wrote, name is Ben. Um, <laughs> no? Actually, I think one of them was named Ben. Really? Seriously, uh, you're think, crazy. Go ahead and talk, right. Frank. Maybe
1: that's where Stanley got it. So yeah, maybe I'll look.
2: All right, look it up. Anyway. Um, If you're familiar with Buffy the Vampire, sir, you know, Buffy was this character that was um, destined to become a slayer. Well, Grimm is destined to be a Grimm, which is someone who fights supernatural powers a la fairy tales, Okay, Um, you know, witches, um, werewolves, um, big bad wolves, things like that. And again, another mystery is is, uh, it, it will be developed in this show. Um, the first episode was okay, not that great, but the okay. groundwork that they lay <clears throat> is going to be awesome. Uh, guys, I can, and that's a Friday night show, and uh, Once Upon a Time is a Sunday night show. Guys, okay.
0: I, I highly recommend these shows. I think they're going to be worth it. Now, watching. Grimm is, um, oh, that's right, NBC. Uh, man, why is it? Uh it, it comes on after Chuck by the way and everybody should be watching Chuck because that's a great show and unfortunately I think we're we're witnessing the last 12 13 episodes of Actually, that. Actually I think they said that. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um this is Chuck's last season for sure and, and I don't think we can expect the full 22 eps out of it. Um I think we can expect a half season out, which is a dang shame. Um uh, by the way it's Jacob and Wilhelm Grimm um both born in uh, uh 1785 and 86 and uh um they both made it into the mid-1800s. I
2: guess what one of them was Ben. I'm serious. Hmm. Anyway.
0: Well, I don't know. Is or Jacob or German like for Ben? Oh. I'm like that. Um, I thought the uh, I thought the Brothers Grimm movie uh, was also very underrated. I know it that has nothing Damon? to do. Yeah. Yes. Matt Damon and Heath Ledger. It has yeah. nothing to do with what you're talking about, so sorry about that. But um uh, that, that is a guilty pleasure movie of mine. Terry I just Gilliam. I, I find it fascinating. And and yeah, I'm a sucker for Terry Gilliam. Have been since Monty Python days. Um but yeah, the uh the first episode it just seems very interesting. He's uh he's a detective who realizes that he has a legacy to fulfill mm-hmm. and he does accept, you know, the mantle of this legacy and you know, then he starts seeing weird things. It I want the kids to watch it, but it does look like there's there's visuals Go don't you've it's, seen it it's scary and and a little disturbing
2: okay uh, the first episode is about a kidnapped little girl okay. what shows us uh, okay Grant- Okay. You well, said don't watch then. it? Uh, not with the kids. Oh. Not with the the, the, the Zoe's not old enough for well, it. What
0: about once upon a time? Would you uh, um, would you let kids stay in the room when you watch that?
2: I, I almost would say yes, but there is some some violence. There are some stabbings, there are some okay. you know, sword play. Yeah. Um, but once they get into the real world it's all politics and talking. Uh, oh dear. Uh, you know, a uh, la loss because the same okay. people were involved. So it's uh, okay. it's laying the the politics and the who's gonna stab who behind the back and yes. I need to be here before they're there and
0: I do like the, uh, um, who are the the two stars? Uh, Robert Carlyle is Rumpelstiltskin. Is that it? Oh, it's someone I'd never Once upon a time. time. Uh, Robert Carlyle, fresh off of uh, the unfortunately brief um, run on uh, Stargate Universe, which was not great, but was cut down before its time. It was finally starting to get his legs under it, and then eh, got the axe.
2: Here, I have to to bring it up.
0: Thank you, sci-fi. You you never you never fail to uh, to to hammer the your fans into a submission. I'm sorry, I'm still bent over Farscape not getting into their fifth season. Can you tell? <laughs> um, yeah, I, I could give you some history on the Grimm brothers, but now for brevity's sake, I will not. <laughs> Did you like that? You're
2: always going to say that with like a little bit of a, a stab, but for brevity's sake, yeah, you know, um. I'm looking up the actors for uh, for once,
0: yeah, I just I've always thought it was interesting, you know uh I'm not trying to dovetail this back into uh the the middle uh twenty seven minutes of this show, but of course, Grimm's fairy tales were the basis for the uh the money that Walt Disney made yeah. Yeah.
2: Robert, what, what is Robert Carlisle Carlisle okay
0: well, I mean, I don't know, apparently, I don't know how to pronounce words in English, so you might want to ask someone else. Um, but, um, you know, so many of the Grimm's fairy tales were sanitized and released by Disney and, uh, have, you know, Disney, you know, that, that Walt Disney character, um, there's a lot you can say about that guy and I'm not going to go into it now for the sake of brevity. But um, it's interesting that he created an empire off of someone else's, uh, someone else's work. And it's all public domain at this point, I'm guessing. I can't imagine that they, they're able to renew the copyright on Grimm's Fairy Tales at this point, <laughs> seeing as those were written, uh, let's see, uh, in the... Early to mid eighteen hundreds, so you do now, the math. now actually, I think uh yeah.
2: Disney does own the seven doors. I don't think that was part of it, okay, uh Disney actually created that part of the story, okay. so
0: and I'm my guess is that you'll pry those seven doors away from Disney, <laughs> okay, Never. there's only
1: one dwarf's name that is a noun, which one is it? Let's see Off the top of your head doc yes everything everybody else is a an adjective, sleepy nice. grumpy, whatever.
2: It's so, like, so if they were all green lanterns <laughs> what color would their rings be? Obviously Sneezy would be green because it's not, right? Yeah. S- cause Sleepy would be probably white because of sheets and stuff. Okay,
0: <laughs> I was thinking a nice somnolent blue oh, possibly. Blue. Mm-hmm. Yes. Dopey would be the um, per- I wanna get on a orange. Color. Purple. <laughs> yeah. Orange. Orange. Yeah, because it's a dopey color. There you go. Yeah, there's not a greedy, is there? Because he would be yeah. the natural. Greedy would have to be green. Yeah. Orange. Yes. Greedy would have to be orange. There's also not a salacious Because <laughs> <laughs> that would be uh, also a good choice for orange. Okay. Are we done? All right. Is there anything else we need to add? I'm sure Bill has something else <laughs> to talk no, about. You were put I'm, out. I, Brad is, is so... <sighs> So put out right, now. listeners. Just, let me I, know. I don't want to. You know, this
2: is two hundred. Let me know if I. Th- this show feels like it's two hundred forty-six minutes long. Let me know if I'm being a jerk.
1: I don't think I am. You know what? I don't know about jerks Screw you guys, <laughs> listeners. Uh, you don't need to tell me. What are you doing? Because I know I'm not. What are you doing? I know I'm not a jerk. I don't need anybody to tell me. The, the I three am, or four people
0: that listen to us don't need to hear this from you. Are you tech, Are you tweeting right now? Am I a jerk? No, I'm not. I'm answering my sick
2: daughter. Okay. Oh, okay. Well, what's wrong? With the, what's wrong with her? So sick, bad. cold. Allergies? She's got like, a... she has diarrhea.
1: No, possible strep throat. Oh, poor
0: thing. Ooh. which one is this? Allison. Okay. Son of
1: a gun. She's trying out for basketball this this week. Bless her heart. She's luckily she's feeling good, and she's getting up at six thirty. She has to be at school at six thirty Monday through Thursday mm. to try out for basketball.
0: Yeah. Well, that's devotion. Yep. Yeah. By the way, one last note. If you look at the picture, uh, look at a picture of the Grimm brothers, it looks a lot like those dudes in the balcony in the Muppets show. <laughs> <laughs> they so, do. I saw that picture. Just thought I'd throw that at you.
1: What were their names? Mortimer and something?
0: Snurd. <laughs> no, sorry.
1: <about>
0: <laughs> hey, by the way, um, uh, unlike, my, unlike my what? wife and children, the I'm looking forward to the Muppets name. movie uh, uh, this Thanksgiving. You know
1: what? guys it's been forever since there's been a good Muppets movie
0: yeah I want to see it also and this is not a uh a Jason Siegel thing or an Amy Adams thing no it's a Muppets it's not thing. because of them it's just because I love the line in the uh the preview where the kids go are you a teenage weird ninja turtle and Kermit goes yes I am <laughs>
2: <laughs> states Sattler and Waldorf Sattler Waldorf.
0: and Waldorf, Waldorf. Yeah. right <laughs> greatness
1: that's a wrap. Until next time, I'll see you on the pan over to the trucking shop before it fades to black.
0: Insert boilerplate here. Hey, let me pull up my notes. The notes. Thank you, sweetie. Thank you.
2: Uh, thank you for listening to A Half Hour Wasted. Be sure to visit halfhourwasted.com to check out our blogs, photos, and more. And don't forget to visit our new message page, form for geeks. Send questions and comments to halfhourwasted at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at 972-798-3830. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Half Hour Wasted. And we're all on there, too. Bill, what's your Twitter handle? The Voice? I'm The Voice, HHW. HHW and Brad Milo? Brad Milo. And Frank A. Rincon. Uh, be sure to check out the Legion of Dudes podcast, which comes out every Thursday on the same feed. We also got the Walking Dead TV podcast, which is the most popular podcast in
0: the world. Yes. I
2: think. I
0: think it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, um, and don't forget to speak of the devil.
2: And uh, <laughs> and keep an eye out for Tech Dudes, our new podcast, Tech Centric, which comes out twice a month, I believe, or maybe once a month. Uh, visit our sponsor, DCB Service and Lisa Loeb. And remember, till next week, I'm Frank.
0: I'm Brad. Fire bad!
2: And we'll see you next time on Half Hour Wasted!